It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Breeders Week here on Trot's Life on SEN Track. It's been an absolute perler, but like Vanessa Williams, we've saved our best for last. Karen Brecken, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Now, I said right off the top of the show, um, breeding, some people say it's really hard, it can be difficult, you have heartbreak, but every time I've ever seen you and Ken, you're both smiling all the time, so it can't be that hard. <laughs> it's diff- I tell you what, you can't be a breeder without tears. <laughs> <laughs> you must, you, we, you must um, hide them very well. You look like you're, you're, you're uh, crying with laughter at, at worst, but it is a, um, it's not for the faint-hearted, is it? It's not for the faint-hearted. But um, you've got to celebrate those wins. And when they come along, uh, it's just the most exciting feeling that you can never have as a breeder. You see them the day they're born, and then by the time they get to the races, I mean, you've put your heart and soul into it. It's just fantastic. There's nothing better. Well, I was going to save this for a, um, a little bit later, this question, but it's a nice little segue. I know you and Ken have got an operation which is – uh, split in many ways. You keep uh, many that you breed, but you've also got a commercial aspect where you sell them. How hard is it for you to sell the kids? <laughs> um, we have a really good formula, actually. Um, what we do is we keep the fillies and we sell all the colts. So if you ever see Ken and I racing colts, it's only because they might have hurt themselves at the sale, uh, before the sales and we couldn't put them through the ring. Um, we only race fillies. But in saying that, I also am in a syndicate where we race outside um, horses with a group of us. And that's for our pleasure, because we can't really ever keep colts. We're, we're mainly, um, we keep the fillies. And, and that we do syndication for um, our fillies to get uh, keep our uh, mares relevant and up to date. And... Um, that's been a real success for us. We've um, managed to, um, you know, do the syndicates. We have a, 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 a situation where we have, um, we pick about five or six fillies that we're going to keep and um, we, uh, we do a syndicate and everyone buys in, so it's, they lease the mare. So they, we only race till the end of their four-year-old season, and then they come back to the farm. Gee, that, that, uh, that would make life a lot easier. So you've got a really quite uh, – I'm sure, you know, exceptions prove rules, don't they? So I'm sure there have been exceptions. But generally speaking, you've got a really um, – quite a rigid uh, process in place so that you know exactly yes. how you're going to go about everything that you do. Yes, exactly. But in saying that, you know, sometimes you'll have um, some nice fillies and you've kept too many of the family and then you've got to sell those as well because also you can't have too many mares of the same family. So it's actually really great to have 
diversity, so different families um, going forward because you want to keep uh, the buyer happy and the trainer happy with something different. Now, uh, for those who don't know, and again, most of our listeners will know everything about, well, a lot about Brecken Farms and about Brecken Bloodstock, but we go back quite a way here. Let the listeners know your heritage in the game, where you started. Uh, I reckon it was about 2007, you, you purchased Yardley Farms and uh, had a number of really good horses. And for those who don't know, when you see, they're almost like bone crusher colours, the big B um, uh, yeah. with, the, with the brown colours. That, that's you guys. Yes, that's us. That's us. And, you know, I mean, that's a classic, you know, you were talking about keeping um, horses. We kept, I can, well, didn't keep, I can do that. He, honestly, I was so devastated. He ran through the fence um, two weeks before, or about a month before the sale, and had a massive hole in his leg. And he was like a, a 50-50 proposition of whether he would ever race so obviously we had to keep him and we nursed him through and he became he he won 18 out of 18. Is that one thing you've noticed? 18 that, races in a row. Is that one thing you've noticed in a couple of inter-dominions? Um, is that one thing you've noticed over the journey? So uh, everyone's looking for um, the perfectly conformed horse. Everyone's looking for the one that's had absolutely no problems through the breaking in process. <laughs> um, like you must that, have, you must I have learned what, that, it's a myth. That, yeah, that's so funny because, you know, I see, uh, you know, when I'm selling a horse myself, and you, I mean, you, you can try whatever you like as a breeder. You get them to the sale. You're trying to make them look the best. And, you know, it's not necessarily the the most correct horses or the correct looking horse is going to win, win, you know? like yeah. it, it, It's a strange thing, but it is a funny thing because everyone has their thing that they like about a horse, and I'm the same. I, You know, people say, well, which one do you like, Karen? I, I have a certain thing that I like about a horse too, you know? Like I like a nice eye, and I like, you know, um, confirmation and, you know, a, a beautiful head, you know? That's a big thing. But I always laugh, you know, because that... I used to, uh, another horse that I loved, a friend of mine, and they called her Ugly Betty. She was the <laughs> ugliest kid ever. You know, but she she won a lot of races for my friend, you know, so you never know. But it's, you've just got to go with your gut. From memory, uh, I don't want to knock him, it sounds awful because he's just uh, he, uh, just retired and um, we memorialised him, well, his racing career the other night, but from memory, uh, a horse like Tornado Valley wasn't exactly... Um, well, he wasn't going to be on the front of GQ magazine or EQ. Um, no, exactly. Quarterly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, now, tell tell me, uh, you've sort of given us half an insight, but what 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 do you look for personally? And are there are there stallions or bloodlines that you've be, you found yourself uh, more attracted to than others? Yes. Well. Um, well, relevant for for Australia is King of Swing. You know, um, when we bred when we bred him, and the day he was born, I knew that he was going to be something special. His attitude around the farm, he was cruisy. He was a big boy. He just was absolutely lovely. But it's quite funny. He wasn't exactly um, very popular because he was a. Um, he was a rock and roll Hanover mm. and rock and roll Hanover isn't like, he wasn't like the most popular um, cult at the time or, or sire at the time, but he had the magic cross. He had the rock and roll Hanover over an arts place near mm. and that 
is a massive cross and I just loved him and told quite a few people to buy him but he went to a, he went to a great home and then he went to Australia and I mean look at him he's just incredible I mean I was talking to Luke McCarthy we went over to the Brisbane races and the the horse is just so cruisy he's got a lovely gait he's just uh, all, I mean, he was appropriately named. You know, he was just amazing. Well, all, all day, pretty much on day two of Breeders' Week, we've spoken about um, the importance of the maternal line. So we get caught up in size. It's um, it's that male toxicity or something. I think, Karen, we talk about the men all the time, but yes. it's uh, the maternal line and like twist and twirl. Like from memory, I'm, I'm pretty certain was the dam of King of Swing, and uh, she was wonderful. In fact. Yes. If anything, um, she was probably even more talented than we saw on the racetrack. She ran some amazing races, but she was even better than that. Absolutely. And when you get that maternal line, that that often means more than what, whichever stallion you go to regardless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, she's doing a wonderful job. She's just got a two-year-old over here, actually, at the moment. Um, he's a, We went to a rock and roll dance because that's, at the Great Cross, and we sold him at the sales, and he's racing with a two-year-old over here, and doing. He's looking magnificent as well, and he looks like he's going to be something special. And also, um, better twist. I can't. I can't forget her. Oh. You know, um, she she was just phenomenal. I mean, she in New Zealand, she was horse of the year here in New Zealand, and at the same time, King of Swing was Horse of the Year in Australia. And I think on both sides, and I don't know if it's ever been done by a breeder, but both sides of the Tasman, um, they were the biggest money earners in Australia and in New Zealand. Well, hey. Now, not everyone, uh, I'm not going to give away your, your personal financial details, you and uh, Ken, Karen, but not every, <laughs> you, you're, not, you're, not quite, you're not quite short of a quid, so not everyone can do exactly what you've done. But if you were going to give advice to people wanting to get into the game with all that success that you have had, and you've just mentioned um, record-breaking performance between Better Twist and King of Swing, what would be some of the fundamentals for a breeder? Yeah, so the fundamentals, because, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty tough out there because land's more expensive now and um, you know the stallions can get expensive but you can do it smartly you know like you can you've got to have a business plan and that is the big thing because you make mistakes yeah and Kevin and I have made terrible mistakes and you know and I've had the tears and um, but we turned it around and don't give up. You know, go with your gut, have a business plan, decide what you're going to do. And like I said, we wouldn't have been able to be this successful. And, yet, you know, you say that because, I mean, isn't it funny? There are incidents incidents when people have so much money and they throw money at it and they still don't win. More often you know? than not. Um, More often so, than not, Karen, as we know. Yes. It's, exactly. It's, it's, it's a funny thing, you know, um, and, and yes, we're financially um, well off, but um, also we put our heart and soul into it. It's not something that we just flippantly do. It's, it's nothing like that. We work really, really hard to be successful. Well, racing and harness racing are both littered with stories of um, a fool and his lasagna are soon parted, as Garfield would say, but um, of people coming in with huge amounts of money and thinking they can dominate the game in five minutes. It's just... If there's any sport in the world you can't do that with, it's racing and harness racing, isn't it? Because you've got to do the hard yards, you've got to do the research, and you've got to do the hard work, and you've got to connect yourself with the right 
people as well. I think this is one of the crucial aspects, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. You know, um, there's a lot more to it than, than just money. You know, like there's sometimes, actually it was quite interesting, I was buying horses because our, our super syndicate, I was buying a horse down in um, Christchurch and bought a wee filly. You know, actually I bought um, a couple that year and it was interesting because um, Mark, uh, you know, we were looking around and Mark said, go and have a look at this filly. And I was like, oh, so anyway, we had a look at her and we picked her up for um, for thirty thousand. So um, you don't necessarily have to buy the top lots, you know. There are, I mean, look at Al Mac. Al Mac, Gene Feast bought Al Mac off Ken and I for twenty five mm. grand. Yeah, well, and um, and having and she has gone along and she's won six hundred thousand, you know. So it, it can be done, and we just actually last season or the year before we we went down and um bought the three-quarter sister to spank him for twenty five thousand. it's incredible really when you th- think about it particularly in the, these days yeah so there are there are bargains to yeah. be had oh, i mean no, it's yeah. not great as a breeder to be selling you know and and none of us like it but there just might be something that that no one well actually she you know there, there was something that everyone else doesn't like that I like you know and that's just the way it goes yeah, and you, and hey and it, it happens to Ken and I as well you know I think it's actually as a breeder it's more stressful when you sell a horse for you know over a hundred grand yeah. and you hope that it's successful for them well <laughs> I, think, know, I, 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 I didn't have a problem with you know Selling them for twenty five, then if they go, go well, they go well, or or to buy them for twenty. Yes. Exactly, you know, you did you did yes. right. And Mark, we were discussing exactly. before. Mark Purden, of course, and he's a great man to have in your corner. Just before I let you go, a couple more quick ones, and uh, this isn't to uh, put a damper on a very fun and enjoyable chat, but just discussing earlier with Mark Barton from Nutrien. New Zealand. Now, Australia's obviously being massacred by the American market to some degree. New Zealand's always had. Um, uh, multiple uh, monsters hanging around the world. And it's it's all part of the game. Australians get a lot of New Zealand horses and, and now uh, America as well. And when you've got that proliferation or preponderance of mares and you need to get rid, rid of a few, that open market really works extremely well. But is the breeding game in okay shape in New Zealand? Because we need it to be. Everyone needs it to be. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I agree with you, you know, it's so sad to see them, um, you know, flicking over over to America. You know, these horses, they go to the trials and they're going to be something good and then they're flicked for a couple of hundred thousand to America or, or even to Australia. Um, and then when, you know, the likes of um, even breeders trying to find a, a new horse, um, one that's been up and going, I mean, that's getting tougher and tougher because they're, they're, they're short on breeders in America as well. Um, but for Ken and I, no, we're going forward. We're going ahead. Um, we're building new stables and um, we're not going to sell our, our mares. I mean, we, we, we believe in it, you know. And um, yes, I mean, you can get that negative side of, oh, it's terrible. But you want to go and have a look at some other industries. Imagine being a, a pilot or an air hostess or, you know, there's other industries that, that suffer as well. You've just got to... Keep your eye on the game and keep going, I feel. I mean, if you start looking sideways and back, well, you're never going to get anywhere, are you? I couldn't agree with you more, a newspaper journalist, or a lot of other. Um, 
I was going to ask you one more question, but I don't need to. I was going to say, are you as passionate about the game now as you have ever been or even more? But I think I know my answer. It's yes. Oh. Karen, you're a legend. We've yeah, got to go I to... think you know the answer. Yeah, I do. We've got to our final break, but it's been wonderful chatting with you, and I can't wait to get over to New Zealand, hopefully for the Cup, and, and catch up with you and Ken when I get there. Oh, can't, can't wait for all the Australians to come on over. <laughs> Good on you, Karen. We love, we love the Australians. And we love you too. Good on you, Karen. Okay, thanks that's, a lot. That's Karen Brecken from Brecken uh, Bloodstock and Brecken Farms.